Hi, this is Bob Weiss. I'm the host of Shaking Your World. Cheers. Folks, welcome home. Here we are at uh, another iteration of Ghost Tales at the Mighty Shakers in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And we are happy and privileged today to say that we have the Soul Sisters with us. Jen and Christy came up all the way from Ocala, Florida, just to be here at Shakers. So you're spending the night tonight. We are. We are. Cool. And we have Leah with us, who's been a tour guide now for a period of time with us. And uh, we're just having a blast. So today I'm going to talk about your experiences to other places. Okay. And then Leah can talk about some experiences here. And right. perhaps what you can look forward to tonight in the penthouse. Oh, we're so excited. We're the dead hooker's bedroom. <laughs> Ladies, um, here we are. Welcome home and cheers, everybody. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are definitely excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Yes, Absolutely. we appreciate the invite for sure. So, um, how long have you been doing this thing? We started in 2013. Okay. Uh, it's actually started as a girls' trip. We uh -huh. were going to Moundsville, West Virginia, sure. and uh, decided to stay the night in the Moundsville Penitentiary. And we had our first paranormal experience there, and decided to really take this on the road. And we formed Soul Sisters Paranormal, and decided to just go to haunted and historic locations. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, how many have you been to? Uh, over two dozen. Um, and then we also get asked routinely to investigate residences and private businesses as well. They'll call us in and ask us to do some investigations of their establishments or of their, their private homes. Well, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. Probably a lot more fun because uh, I have found that residences, of course, have much more interpersonal activity mm -hmm. than just a lot of institutions. Mm -hmm. Though I'm sure that you, you had mentioned at one point you're going to go to a, a mental facility. Right? We are. And I'm sure that's got its own little rift that takes place. Mm -hmm. Second phenomenon. So, uh, what is the most profound experience that you've had in the places that you've been to? Um, for me personally, I would say we were um, really intrigued by the uh, old Gilcrest County Jail, which is in Trenton, yeah. Florida. It's about an hour's west of Gainesville. And uh, that evening we were seeing shadow figures, all of our equipment was going off, we were being touched, we heard things whispering in our ears, we captured EVPs, um, electronic voice phenomena. And so I'd say that was probably the most profound. Um, we were at Fort Mifflin in Philadelphia and we captured some shadow figures there, which were extremely interesting. Um, numerous paranormal investigators as well as ghost hunters have uh, looked at that video and they, they have no explanation for it. So that was pretty profound for us as well. I'm really interested about things in, uh, in the entire state because you've got Pennsylvania, which has this huge mother load, as it were, of iron and other mineral deposits. Yeah. And I've often wondered if there isn't a enhancement that takes place with that that's there, that just part of the natural phenomena. Mm -hmm. And as, as I get uh, further into this, and I've been associated with this for longer than you all been alive, <laughs> um, it just seems to me that there is a much larger connection or connectivity with the earth itself mm -hmm. than, you know, I'm, I'm always telling this essence precedes existence. And I think that part of that is the energy that continues on is bound to this planet, to this rock, mm -hmm. as part of the greater continuum, perhaps. But I think there's much more that is be said or can be said about that. And that's that's part of what we're looking to do is get out and explore into different areas and to get into more basic and primal religious mm -hmm. ceremonies, perhaps, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and to see how they connect with things. But I think even away from that, even our very civilized Western culture, at least as we look at it, <laughs> there is this, this other connection taking place. So. If you have more experiences in, if you get to more states that have more mineral deposits, I'd be interested to hear how that works out for you at some point. 
Well, I think it's, it's, it's a great idea in terms of just thinking about how interconnected mm -hmm. we are, not only in the physical realm, but then also in the metaphysical sure. realm or paranormal realm. Um, and there is something to that, I think. Uh, okay. We've been to different locations where there's lightning storms and okay. there's, there's that development of energy sure. as well. Uh, we've been in locations where um, it's colder weather, and yeah. so there's some things that we think draw from that, that uh -huh. cold weather. Um, Pennsylvania was fantastic, okay. and when we went to Mountville, West Virginia, near the area, sure. um, <clears throat> we had a lot of activity from the Mountville Penitentiary. Okay. And so that would that that location, uh, it's right the, the reason they call it Moundville, it's right across the street. There is a huge mound, and Indian it, burial. Yeah, it was an Indian burial ground, and oh, wow. there's a lot of um, just mystique around that particular mound, sure. and and what that held in terms of the the Indian Native American culture. Uh -huh. And so when we went to that location, we were getting things that were just off the charts. Mm -hmm. And so it might be a coupling. It might be a coupling of the minerals in the earth, the atmosphere, those types of things, but then also just the draw that these these spirits have to the mm -hmm. location and, mm -hmm. and what they felt in that area. Sure. Uh, so it, it, it's intriguing for us, but I definitely think you're you're onto something with that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Indian burial grounds, of course, everywhere in the state of Wisconsin, yeah. the Midwest naturally, but exactly. right across the street. So this is where Shakers is built over one of the original cemeteries in southeast Wisconsin for non-indigenous people. Wow. That just meant that right across the street were the Indian burial grounds that went from 2nd Street to 6th right across the river. Okay. And the beautiful, of course, the effigy mounds that naturally were bulldozed mm -hmm. down because at one point people didn't seem to care as much, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Leah, so uh, what yes. are they in for tonight? Ooh, uh, <laughs> well, on the tour. We're doing our tour 2.0 tonight at 10 o'clock. Very excited about that. Uh, that takes place down in their cellar and up in the penthouse. Okay. We're going to go get a whole slew of things in both. So <laughs> I think I took you down the cellar earlier. We saw a lot larger than you thought it was going to be. It yeah. was, yes. Chock full of spirits. Mm -hmm. uh, like we said, it was one of the three non-indigenous cemeteries here in the area. So it makes the cellar a hotbed for spiritual activity because, you know, where all the bodies go. We've got a couple of portals down there as well. So um, that cistern is one of those. Okay. We're the only, only commercial building in Milwaukee, which at one time was a rather large city. They have a cistern, and, uh, which is a device for storing water for those mm -hmm. that might not be aware. Mm -hmm. And then uh, not too far away from there, about you know, 15 or 20 feet just to the east, is that white door. And there's something behind that white door. We don't know what it is, but we've often been told by psychics that it is a portal that's there as well that's separate from just the water element. Mm -hmm. So uh, you might find some cool things there. Um, are we putting them on a, just a ghost tour tonight as well? We should do that. I think we can do that. Because they've come a long way to be here. It's the least so. that we can do for you. Thank well, thank you. you. Oh, absolutely. That. that way you get the historical perspective as well. Yep. And that will fill in some of the gaps mm -hmm. okay. as you're upstairs. And as it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and you hear that woman's footprints or footsteps walking back and forth. And then you hear what sounds like there's sometimes a regiment that's marching above you <laughs> on the okay. rooftop. And you realize as you walk out on the patio that there's no way to get up there. There's no staircase or ladder <laughs> or anything. Okay. Um, so how that happens, nobody knows. Uh -huh. And uh, then you get this cold gust at some point, and all the windows and doors are closed. Mm -hmm. And uh, then what I often get is it feels to me like there's an impression in the bed next to me. 
oh, and I'll okay. wake up and as I'm you know coming to cognition yeah. I, I sometimes I see the impression wow. or sometimes it's like it's sitting on your chest which oh, wow. has a very profound impact on people too mm -hmm. so we've had a number of uh, both um, tour goers who spent the night and guides that would talk about mm -hmm. this paralysis that would take place mm -hmm. at the same time they got this pressure on them and then everything else is going on in the room around them. So I'm really curious to hear your stories on this. Absolutely. So you're actual sisters, by the way. We are. Yeah, we're twin sisters, hence the name Soul Sisters. Yeah. Well, you got the eyes for it, so okay, oh, yeah, that's thank very you. cool. <laughs> so um, have you ever, I'm glad you mentioned that, because as twins, have you experienced something at the same time, the same vibe, even if you're apart or? We have, yeah. Okay. We've actually, I mean, Jenny's my best friend, so okay. growing up we were always extremely close. Sure. And uh, we use that to our advantage in, in the paranormal investigations. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd say probably the most uh, interesting story that I can recall is we were in high school and mm -hmm. I was attending a, a function. Um, Jenny did not attend that, a function, sure. that function. And so I was coming home, it's about 1130 at night, and um, my mom said that Jenny just got up and started getting dressed and mom said, you know, what are you doing? And she said, I think Christy's going to be in a car accident. So I'm getting ready to go find her. And I was in a car accident coming home. This was, you know, really before everybody had a cell phone. Wow. And uh, so I was in a car accident and Jenny was, Jenny actually got there before the police got there. And so that was, that, that's one example, but we always, we always had that, that connection, I would say, because we are extremely close. That's yeah. a big connection. Yeah, we've had moments where, um, and we've lived apart um, ever since college, and um, there's been instances where I'll talk to Christy, which we do often, uh, almost every day, and so she'll tell me about a dream she had. You know what? I had the continuation of your dream. So she told me a story about a dream that she'd had, and like, well, I kind of picked up the tail end of that, and I finished it for you. Let me tell you how it ends. And we always huh. have these types of experiences. Let's stop right there. What do you think about that? How do you think that happens? Why does it happen? Tell me about that. Well, I think that there's a bond, definitely, that, that twins have or multiples have, um, just, just innately. Not only, uh, it, and you know, you get into this nurture versus nature mm -hmm. type of, you know, argument or debate anyway. And I think that there's something that has to do with, with, the, with the nurture part of it. Um, but I'll have to say, kudos to our parents, because we were never raised as the twins. It was always Jenny and Christy, both very individualistic. We sure. had our own interest. We had our own uh, group of friends, those mm -hmm. types of things. So um, it, it was a great upbringing. So there was definitely the nurture part of it. But I think the nature part of it had a lot a lot to do with that and just the way that we can just you know, give each other a glance or back to the paranormal stuff um, just thinking about how when we're on an investigation we don't even have to say anything it's just mm -hmm. kind of like innate did you catch this did you feel this did you hear this mm -hmm. and so we definitely as Christy mentioned use that to our advantage when we're doing the paranormal investigation I had a, uh, a former girlfriend and we were together for years we traveled around the world together and we more off the night, any given night, would have the same dreams, read each other's dreams, and even afterwards, there are moments that she's still there, which is interesting to me, because, you know, much of that tie is gone, right? Mm -hmm. And clearly with you two, it's a different kind of a tie, but you've got that, which is transcendent in so many ways. <laughs> yeah. So what are you thinking? You've got uh, a couple of brothers. Do you have any connection with them like that? Yeah, so I have uh, three brothers. Uh, where are they? Luke, Noah, Jacob. Um, <laughs> I talk to Luke and Noah every single day. Sure. Um, don't know if they have that kind of connection that you two have, but I have a best friend. Her name is Leah. Um, 
don't know if that means anything. But it's just interesting that my something my boyfriend has pointed out where we'll all be hanging out and then out of nowhere she'll be like, so that's what she said the other day. And I'm like, oh my God, what'd she say? And he's like, how do you guys know who you're talking about? Uh-huh. Feels so lost. I'm like, I don't know. I guess we just... We just know. But this is not like the Harvey the six foot tall rabbit that you imagine, right? No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, my other friend Leah. Okay, that's cool. My other friend Leah. I mean, okay. Me and Leah are both Libras. Mm. Both dating Matthews, who are both Pisces. Oh wow! Mm. Now that's interesting. That's nothing of no, but I think it's fun. Yeah, it happens <laughs> every day. I'm sure. I'm, of course. Cool. Yeah. No, I think that's just something that, you know, people who are that close, know even best friends since high school, just sure. develop. Yeah, you really form that connection, that yeah. bond, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Neat. So, objectives, you must have some big objectives or expectations that you've come all the way from Florida to be here. What are you looking forward to? Well, one, meeting you, so we've checked oh. that off our list. Yeah, that's, that, that was it. <laughs> I mean, that was the first slot. Yeah. Me and Bob yeah. checked yeah. off. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> Um, we, the, when we do our paranormal investigations, um, we're very much involved with the history. We, okay. we love to find the history of the locations mm-hmm. as well as the, the area. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, it really was actually being able to get into Shakers mm-hmm. to talk to you, to get the history of the location, um, and then marry that with any of the paranormal evidence that we can find. Sure. Um, so that's kind of our expectation for tonight. Well, what we are going to do for you is something that we very, very very rarely do and we are going to give you access to all floor 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 side after we leave if you want to take advantage of that wow so uh just be wow. careful yes we sir will. yes sir okay for sure so there are wow. cameras everywhere just you know away from time to time but okay. so don't come down uh, in our it'll, pjs it'll be cool well it's up to you but uh the real show shakers after dark but, uh, after dark after dark dark but uh, I mentioned the cameras part because uh, it'd be interesting to see you as not interlopers, but you sure. know, new people here mm-hmm. walking around after it's closed to see mm-hmm. if there's something that follows you, or mm-hmm. the air descends or something as well. Sure. Because we get that from time to time. But I want to see the impact upon two of you who are experienced as investigators mm-hmm. and clearly not from around these parts. <laughs> yes, so absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank well, you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Awesome. And- very, very generous. Very generous. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, building off what Kurt was saying too, in terms of the, the historical pieces of it, uh, the other thing that we do is we bring in um, the investigative pieces of it and the research mm-hmm. pieces of it. Absolutely. Okay. So we pride ourselves on the fact that um, we have PhDs, and okay. so we bring our, our, our research stent to mm-hmm. trying to figure out what is going on in a particular location sure. and not saying your causal relationship because we can never do that. Right. Um, but to your point, telling the story, telling the history, mm-hmm. looking to see what's out there, coupling that with the stories that mm-hmm. we've heard, mm-hmm. uh, and just really trying to bring a nice story. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're, I'm going to be on the uh, the Mystic Moon podcast on Wednesday night. It's out of Kansas City, That's and our, our good friend uh, Michael Taylor, who you might or might not know, mm-hmm. um, is based in Tennessee, and he's brought me along. We've used him on a couple of different things, and he's actually filmed here for Netflix for a piece called Ghost Sex. And um, okay, yeah, fun piece. And um, <laughs> anyway, so I, I perhaps I hope we can get this out of in time to get this out ahead of time, okay. so we can you know kind of piggyback your things absolutely. and get you a, a wider audience as well. Oh, oh thank you. So, thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you. So yeah. we've got a few more minutes uh, to talk about. What do you want to cover? What do you want to ask? Well, first of all, I'd like to know, you know, how long have you owned this establishment? You know, how did you 
come to acquire such an amazing building. I have been here since 1986, and uh, it just takes cash. <laughs> <laughs> you buy almost anything in America. Um, God bless America. No, nobody talked about this being haunted in the mm -hmm. 80s. That wasn't the thing. Sure. And um, I really hit the mother load because mm -hmm. I've experienced things since I was four years old. I've owned other properties as well. And you know really quickly what's, that something's going on. And you try to be really objective and analytical and figure out what it is. And at a certain point, you just can't. Mm -hmm. So then you rely upon other things. And you, know, you could dust the floor and see how things move. And there's no footprints and all sorts of things like that, you know. Mm -hmm. So we've done that ad nauseum on every floor here, and uh, there are still many things here that just defy normal explanations. Fantastic. Um, but we started doing tours because literally from day one we get something taking place. We're putting this together, spent three months, and now we're open for business. And the staff has got the story about, yeah, I just, you know, last night I was the last one in. I, I you know, put all the, all the beer bottles in the cooler, and it's all labeled face in front. And I open today, and they're all backwards, and nobody oh, else wow. has been here kind of a thing. Wow. Or, you know, same thing with uh, the bourbons on the shelf or something like that. Uh -huh. So you get those stories, and they're telling customers. And then they're saying, whoa, something happened downstairs just last night, you know? And, wow. oh, can I see? And, and so suddenly we've now got bartenders and waitresses that are tour guides mm -hmm. and taking people around. And they mm -hmm. say, you know, this is great, Bob, but we're not making any money. We can't do any sales because we're walking around. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then we brought in tour guides, and then we brought Perfect. in more tour guides, and we expanded from the original Shaker's Ghost Tour to the 2.0, which is the Divination Rods, which, awesome. I gotta tell you, I've seen this done for decades for, you know, wine areas, sure, yeah. yes. and even where machinery today and, and technology 20 and 30 years ago couldn't find water sources, but somebody there with Divination Rods could. Yes. So I'm familiar with that. And then, I don't know if it was, um, who it was. It was in this country, it was somebody who was Native American and said, you know, this is what I do all the time. I'm like, wow. Mm -hmm. So uh, once I saw that work, then we had to try it here. And I'm like, this works. This yeah. is incredible. Mm -hmm. And the questions, we've had a variety of psychics here as well. We try to integrate people mm -hmm. all the time to get their mm -hmm. stories and the, the greater ghost tales context of things. Perfect. And um, that's done incredibly well. So then for a variety of reasons, we've launched the different historic tours. Mm -hmm. and, the Cream City Cannibal Tour. If you're still around tomorrow night, we'll put you on that and our, our oh, cool. compliments as well. Thank you. Um, the World's Only and uh, the Horning Twenties Tour is quite nice. Uh -huh. Milwaukee was known as the best entertainment uh, city <laughs> in the country from 1885 to 1910. And uh, the Milwaukee Dead, which is, uh, it, it is, I'm sure every major city has something like this. It is amazing how many murders have taken place that are just it's a murder, or you look at the great body of something, and then sure. suddenly over you know 50 or 70 years, you've got a whole lot of murders mm -hmm. that don't just conform themselves to the domestic violence or sure. you know whatever else that might be. Sure. And uh, we have a new one coming up, and it's the Milwaukee Mobsters and Mafia Tour, oh, so that will come out wow. in June. Uh, Milwaukee, pound for pound, had an awful lot of um, mob connections, and one of those is right here, because Al Capone owned this. So he and his brother Rolf had this in 1924 to 1946. Capone, of course, died of tertiary syphilis, so he was you know, out of the picture the last few years. Um, but uh, the broth was humane, it was a speakeasy, and it was, that's where we begin the story. So there's, there's a lot of vibrancy in Milwaukee and I'm sure other major uh, you know, Midwestern cities as well. And it's really cool that through the uh, search for the paranormal, mm -hmm. exactly what you're doing, We've been able to uncover other historical portions that, you know, kind of dovetail. Absolutely. 
And, so. and that's what I love so much about what you're doing because there's a lot of establishments that, that don't embrace the paranormal, that really shy away from that. And you know, now with, with the invent of social media and all of that, um, per, the paranormal industry, paranormal tourism, if you will, is just blossoming. And so for you to be able to take advantage of that successfully, uh, that's what I absolutely love about what you've done here. Because like I said, there's so many establishments where they'll shy away from that. You know, they're, they're dosing, they're, they're told to, you know, we don't mention the ghost, we don't do that. Um, but yet the fact that you embrace it and incorporate it so nicely into what you do, that to me is just a, a great testament as to how you're owning this and, and managing it. Well, well, thank you. I think, you know, obviously the historical foundation is crucial to everything that you do. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is having respect for what we're doing because, we, you know, we're doing this, this virtual video project and it's, uh, it's five cities and it's, you know, 13 different tours and we just made a sweep of the cells. So that was Key West, that was Miami, that was Savannah, that was Charleston. And uh, we're, we belong considered one of the five most haunted bars in the country, right? Oh, cool. And um, well, we just wanted to see what some of them were doing. I've, I've been familiar, but we had to go down and film it. And um, I can say quite candidly that they don't have the foundation for things. They've not done the research. And more often than not, they're just, it's a booze tour, you know? Drink some more, sure. drink some more. Yeah, you don't really see And things. though this takes place in a bar, we're not, we're not pushing alcohol on you and we're not, you know, we're starting off, here's your quart of this to, you know, whatever. So I, I think that uh, there's, there's a significant difference in the paranormal tourism that's taking place. Yes. And, you know, some is like going to, I'm trying to find an analogy, of course you come from the world of Disney World, but, you know, <laughs> we, don't, we don't contrive things, we don't have a schedule, it's not like, uh, yeah, that ghost Absolutely. appears at uh, 7.05, sure, you know. Sure, sure. If when they come, they've got their own agenda. Sure, sure. And I think that's a big difference from a lot of things that we've seen just in the last couple of weeks. Absolutely. Well, you know, speaking on that, which is I, I find interesting, is that it is those non-contrived, if you will, mm -hmm. experiences that people remember. Mm -hmm. And so to have, as Christy mentioned, the um, the management style that you mm -hmm. do and the offerings that you have and allowing folks to come in here and not only experience the history of the place, but then also make their own experiences, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So if they see something, if they capture something in a picture and it's not contrived, it's not that Disney World feel, mm -hmm. then that's what they're going to remember. And well, we encourage people to take pictures. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that's yeah. a difference, too, yeah. because exactly. the pictures do change. Yes. You will find out yes. for yourselves here. Um, but it, you know we're not hiding anything. It's not right. you know we don't want you to see the string behind something. We don't we don't have we don't have the actuators, right? right? Sure. So we want you to, to get the experience, mm -hmm. right. and we want you to take it home with you and think about it and show it off to people. Sure. And so many again of the places that we've just been through, no cameras allowed. You can't do that. It's like, hmm, okay, because right. that automatically says to me you're you're hiding something. Sure. Exactly. Sure. So. Exactly. And you know for us again to be able to come into an establishment such as this and, and really have that tactile experience mm -hmm. with history. You know the the way that this is preserved and the way that you you know absolutely just just say this is what our history was. That's what we love and that's why we are so intrigued to get up here and actually come to this establishment because you do have that historical connection and that's what you embrace more so than the paranormal. Thank you. So, yeah. And it's, it's a tour guide. And I mean, um, you know, Leah is, is one of this, this group we have, which I call you this mob of tour guides, but they, they're all, they, they take it above the, you know, we give them, a, here is what we want to cover, right? Mm -hmm. And here is our history on this, but they take it upon themselves to look further into things mm -hmm 
and to have more depth of stories, and they do a great job with that. And again, it's not just I'm chopping on my gum and I've got my pirate cap on, and right, right. you know, <laughs> it, it makes a difference because we got incredibly talented people that work here and really care about the product. Mm -hmm. So, well, I could sense it when we first walked in. You know, just coming in, it's almost like stepping back in time. And just the the authentic nature of how you preserve. Because I'm that old. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, but it's, just, it's the authentic and genuine nature that you have in terms of just the, the preservation and your embrace of that story, which I find fascinating. Here again, as Christy mentioned, what we love. Well, well, thank you. This building is, in my mind, it's alive. And I know oh, I'm going to get emails and flack on that. But, no, absolutely. Um, I, you know, we could talk further off camera about all sorts of experience that I've had, perhaps you've mm -hmm. had, where you can just sense it. I mean, it's breathing. You can, mm -hmm. there's, there are times, one of the two times I ran like a schoolgirl, uh, my old girlfriend and I were here, and literally you got what sounds like a heart beating, wow. and it just keeps going. It's like pile driving. 3.30 in the morning kind of a thing. And, and sometimes you get that sense. So during the pandemic, we took a year, and though we were only shut down for three months, mm -hmm. uh, we took the entire year to do extensive refurbishing here on all sorts of things because this building is, is everything, mm -hmm. right? It's the genesis, not just for the tour company and for the restaurant and everything else that we're involved in, but it, it really, it's got its own special magic and life to it that has maintained several of these, I think the spirits that remain here because, well, they're free to go anywhere they want to go, right? Yeah, right. But they elect to be here. And I think it, it's it's a magical place, and I'll, I'll get emails on that, but it's, it's a magical place. Well, I, 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 th I think it goes back to the word you used before as respect. And the fact that you are embracing the spirits here and not trying to essentially push them into a corner and say, we're not going to talk about you. You know, we very much work on the premise that the spirits that we're trying to connect with were at some point human and they had that human experience and that human existence. And the very nature of being human is to be recognized. And the fact that you're actually recognizing them and giving them a comfortable place in which they're familiar, I think that's why, you know, you've been so successful with this. And, and that's why, you know, it goes back, like I said, to that respect. And that's very much a part of what we do. You know, we always go into a location and introduce ourselves and talk to the spirits, you know, like we're talking to friends. And uh, so the, the fact that you actually do that to us is extremely admirable. Mm -hmm. Well, thank very, you. Uh, I was going to say, I'm very adamant about that on my tour. It's just be respectful of our spirits. Yes. You know, uh, as much as, you know, this is not a haunted house, and it's going to jump out and scare you. Right. People ask if the tour is scary. I say it all depends on what you're afraid of. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what you bring to the table. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, some people are afraid of basements, the dark, ghosts. Sure. Part of our tour has all of that. Lawns. So be anything. Right? anything <laughs> you know? So uh, yeah. you know, it's really cool. come into it with a positive attitude. Mm -hmm. You know, don't, even if you're a skeptic, there's so much on these tours that is for anybody. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Some people are really interested in the historical aspect, the mafia aspect, the spirits. Mm -hmm. Some people have done it five times already and just want to hear my experiences. Mm -hmm. So it's really, it's really something for everyone. You know, it's not just the human spirits that are here. We have a couple of animals that appear from time mm -hmm. to time. Mm -hmm. And I think just like, especially now, people embrace domestic pets really as part of the family, mm -hmm. right? Oh yeah, for sure. And, and they are. And, and you interact with them, and I, I, you know, I'm not sure how far you want to go with that, but they are emotionally attached to us. Absolutely. And there are some that are still emotionally attached to being here or to a different spirit that's here. Mm -hmm. So I think that just rounds out the entire 
portfolio as well. Sure, absolutely. So. Well, you know, I want, to, I want to pick back up on something that you said in mm -hmm. terms of um, a location, breathing and living and mm -hmm. having that heartbeat. Uh, a great example of that was when we were at Fort Mifflin. Okay. Uh, so we went out there and uh, we were in the location for a few hours and we just weren't picking up anything or mm -hmm. sensing anything. And oddly enough, we don't know what was happening across the river, but um, they started shooting off fireworks. And just the way that it reverberated across the water and just shook that establishment, it almost sounded like cannon fire. Mm. And after that event, I'm telling you, that place came alive. Yeah. We were seeing full-bodied apparition. We were hearing knock. We were hearing voices. There was interaction with us. So it was, it, there is something to be said about a location that living, breathing, mm -hmm. and it just it really comes back to having the respect and just, just opening that dialogue for that exchange. Woken that day. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So it's uh, it was a fun experience. Cool. Yeah. Ladies, this has been a great little conversation. Yeah, I look forward to, uh, to finding the results of your stay tonight. Thank you. Uh, folks, those of you at home, uh, this is the Soul Sisters from Florida, and we are uh, thrilled to have them in Milwaukee at Shakers and uh, looking forward to the second part of this at some point. Yes. Uh, and, of course, if you like at some point, we'd be happy to appear on something you have as well. For sure, please. Let's call yeah. it or something. Yep. Um, have any questions, please send those emails my way, shakersmilwaukee at gmail.com. It's important that you're good to yourselves, good to your family, and uh, enjoy life as much as you can. And don't just look at the things right in front of you, but look at the bigger picture. Cheers, my friends. Thank you.